Welcome to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Mary Westcott, a mother, wife, and mom boss. This podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves. Every Monday, join me as I will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success. If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration, or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I have a special guest. Her name is Michelle Thompson. Michelle is a registered nurse with a gerontology specialist certification with more than 25 years of clinical, strategic, and operational experience within the seniors' care. She specializes in leadership and has partnered with stakeholders in the private and nonprofit sectors and has been with First Nations in British Columbia. Michelle supports leaders to develop skills founded in the basic of human connections, which builds trust, lead change, and create respectful workplaces where shared values lead to exceptional outcomes. Michelle's unique expertise is to support leaders to improve employee engagement implementing her person-centered leadership approach. Michelle empowers her clients to challenge the status quo and become employers of choice. Michelle has developed curriculums in person and virtually to long-term care homes. Michelle, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you so much, Mary, for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you and your mamas today. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I know my mamas are more than glad that we have an amazing guest here today. So mamas, we're going to actually talk about leadership and how leadership can be a amazing role to be a part of as a mom. And it's so important to develop those skills, not just in the corporate world, but also in our lives. So Michelle, the first question I want to ask you is what is leadership and what does it mean to you? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think that leadership is different for everybody. For me, like I said, my leadership style is very much about uh, making human connections and connecting with people. I believe that in the business world, we've made leadership far more complicated than it needs to be. I think that we've spent years of trying to create models and, you know, telling people that they have to have certain attributes and certain types of attributes make the best leaders. And while that is, you know, true to some extent, I really believe that leadership at the core is an exchange of energy between two people. So the way I explain that is, you know, if I walk in, do you like, do you ever go to like a dinner party or you're at a party and somebody walks in the room and you're just kind of drawn to that person? And you're all of a sudden you're like, who is that? Like, I want to get to know this person more. They just have this energy, this, this aura about how they, um, you know, show up for other people in the space that they hold in the room. That's kind of what I'm talking about. It's, it's coming into an exchange with another person where your energy is so positive that other people want to be around you. And that to me is really how good leaders start to create safe spaces for people to really thrive in the workplace. So 
you know, I think for me, that's, that's the beginning of it. And at the end of it, it's, it's really about making sure that you're creating connections with people rather than focusing really on bottom lines. I absolutely love that. That is so, so important because, you know, as a mom, you know, we, well, not even as a mom, but like for me, for as a business owner, you know, building those relationships are so important. And as moms, you know, you can turn that into more of building those connections with your children, letting them know that you are there to be in their lives and that you're always there from the ups and downs, you know, what they actually deal with in life. And I think that's so very powerful that you said that. My second question would be is, what does it take to be a leader? Yeah, again, you know, I think that everybody that you ask in this space is going to probably have a similar response, but it's going to be a little bit different. For me, I think what it takes to be a leader is really understanding, having an awareness of your emotional intelligence and how you are being perceived by others. And so what I mean by that is for me to be able to create a safe space and a container for people to feel safe and that they can trust me in the workplace is really having an awareness of how I am presenting myself to other people. So, you know, what is my body language telling people the words that I use? How are those landing with people? The tone of voice that I'm using, do I engage with people? Do I make people feel like when I'm having a conversation with them, that I'm there for no other reason other than because I want to have a conversation with them. Like there's nothing in it for me to gain. And I think that's really important when you're trying to build trust in, in any relationship is really being authentic and genuine. And so for me, that's really the core of good leadership is having the awareness of, you know, myself, but also understanding that my lived experience shapes how I see the world. And there is, I think, a important part of that in recognizing that other people's lived experiences are going to be very different than mine, depending on how, you know, they've lived their life and the experiences that they've had or not had. And good leaders, I believe, seek to ask the questions and get to know people where They are curious about things that they don't know about or want to learn about, but where they're asking questions to try to find where people are similar, as opposed to always looking at where they're different. Because I think that a lot of the times we're, we're all a lot more the same than we think that we are. Even if it's someone who grew up in a very different time or environment or situations, I believe at the core most of us all want the same things. And I think that when you can have a leader who looks for those similarities and those strengths, that's really what people are drawn to. And that's what ultimately makes them feel really safe and helps them thrive. That is so powerful. Yes. You know, leadership is so important in our lives. And as well as being a mom, you know, leadership is very important to our children. And so my next question is, how can us moms develop and or learn leadership skills? Well, I would say that as a mom, you're already a leader. I mean, really leadership, you know, I believe starts long before it ever gets to the proverbial boardroom. You know, we we're all leaders. We're leaders in our, in our private lives and moms are the best leaders. And I, 
uh, don't have biological children of my own, but I'm, I'm the lucky stepmom to, to two young adults and gosh, it's, it's a hard job to do, but, you know, I think that I have a lot of thoughts on these, so I'll, I'll try to keep it, you know, really simple for the mamas that are listening. But, you know, I think that as women forget about being a mom, but as women, we're really, a lot of us are overachievers and that doesn't matter. You know, you go to the office every day or you stay home and you are responsible for the household. Like that's a hard job to do and how to manage all of the things that, that go on in a day. And, you know, I think that we can get caught in this trap of, of being people pleasers. And that can be really damaging sometimes when, you know, you're trying to lead others in a really good way as you get kind of wrapped up in that people pleasing tendency and being perfect and wanting to do all the things and being a perfect mom and baking and, you know, all of the things that you think you should do, which then leads you to a place of not being able to set clear boundaries for yourself and providing the ability for you to self-care and not feel selfish about it and understanding the value of your worth to your family and to your children and to all of those people in your inner circle. So, you know, I think that that would be a place that I would always tell people to start is really look at the relationships that you have in your life and how those are impacting you. And in terms of those areas of people pleasing and perfectionism, setting boundaries, and, and do you know how valuable you are and how loved you are by the people in your circle, you know, and then I would say, you know, I think show your children and and those in your family, what it means to be a part of the family in terms of core values. So, you know, in business, we often talk about creating a culture, a culture within an organization and good leaders create these positive cultures, but a culture is created only by being able to have a standard set of shared values. So, you know, everybody has to subscribe to these shared values. And so for us and our family, our core values or our shared values in our home are, you know, trust, that you always are being honest. We don't lie in our family and that we show up for community. So we, you know, volunteer and we do different things in the community. And I think that, you know, when, when kids can see what those core values and understand what those core values are, and they see their parents modeling that it gives them a lens from which to kind of understand this is how we show up in the world for other people. This is how we hold space for other people. This is how we treat other people. And from there though, when they see that being modeled over and over and over again, it starts to really make your children feel very trusting and very safe. And it also doesn't allow them to question your integrity as a parent, because I think that we've all been in those situations where sometimes it's easier just to like turn the TV on and say like, go watch the TV. I'm busy and not be consistent with how we would necessarily always want to have a conversation or deal with a difficult situation with our kids. And I think that when you can provide that consistency and stability through those core values, then it, you know, it makes your kids feel much safer, but also that they understand that there's going to be some consistency that, you know, mom always, this is how mom always reacts. This is how dad always reacts. You know, and I think the other thing for in our family, in terms of leadership, and, and I do this in my per, in my personal life and in, in my business life, is that I have a, a rule that people aren't allowed to be afraid to try something new, that trying something new is always fun. And it's okay if you're not great at it, you're probably not going to be great at it the first few times you try. 
But the more important thing is, is that you tried. And then from there, you decide whether or not you want to try again. And being brave is awesome. And so those are the types of things that we talk about. It's not about striving for perfection. It's really about just trying new things and not being afraid to try new things. I mean, there's lots of other things, but I think that those are some places where people can start. That is great. I agree a hundred percent on that because I'm working on that myself, you know, building those connections with our children, our family, as well as, you know, just being that role model for them. And a lot of moms don't understand too, like even with the ones that are married, not only we're role models for our children, but we are also role models for our spouses. You know, sometimes they don't get out of their comfort zone, but when they see you do that and they see the success in that, they will follow as well with you. And I think that's amazing. And so my next question would be, how can we take those skills that you have discussed with us and how can we apply them to our daily lives Rather, we are in a corporate world or being a stay-at-home mom or building our own business. Yeah, I always think that you have to start with yourself and really feel authentic in how you're showing up in the world. And that when you feel very authentic and aligned, that allows you to hold space for other people in a way that it just comes with ease. And it's fun when you can kind of be that person that you know, creating a really safe container for other people. And so, you know, I, I would say that for me, the very first thing would be, and for moms, this is a hard one. And I know it was for me when our kids were younger and I spoke about it a little bit earlier is the self-care. So, you know, I've been delivering a lot of, you know, talks in the last six to eight months because I am a registered nurse and with a lot of healthcare providers around self-care, not being selfish. And while I recognize that that's like a kitschy kind of, you know, um, topic, um, headline, it was purposely intended to do that because people really understand what that means. And I think moms in particular have a really difficult time taking time for themselves when they've got a child who needs help with homework and their house doesn't look like a Pinterest board. And, you know, they've got PTA and soccer and all of the things that they think that they need to do. And gosh forbid, they take 10 minutes for themselves. They just feel really selfish or they won't enjoy that time. I work a lot with healthcare workers who do the same thing again, who often get wrapped up in that whole people pleasing the perfectionism, not having good boundaries and, and not valuing how important it is for them to take time for themselves. And we kind of start there and we start working through some of those because you can't give from an empty cup. And I know that's not something that people have never heard before. I mean, we've all heard that probably a lot in the last two years in particular, but I think that as a mother, as a parent, the role modeling that your children see that it is so important for mom to be able to take time for herself so that she can be the best mom for us is like such a healthy role modeling for children to see that it is not selfish and whether that's going for a quick workout or bringing your kids on for a walk. And, you know, I think that's the thing. A lot of the times it's not necessarily about getting away and doing your own thing. For me, that's more like self-nurturing, like going for a pedicure, a massage 
that's self-nurturing, but self-care is really where you are taking just a few moments sometimes just to quiet your nervous system. That really is truly the definition of self-care. It's giving your body a chance to just kind of decompress those adrenal glands to stop firing all of the time and just relax. So sometimes that's just taking a couple of deep breaths in a moment where, you know, your child is maybe having a meltdown and you need to just step into the other room and just do some really deep breathing. You know, sometimes I think that it can be things that you do with your kids, throw on the music and have a dance party. There's no other way to release in my experience to release tension and stress faster than through music and, and having fun. And, you know, always, I will say that you need to give yourself grace, wherever it is that you're starting, be kind to yourself. You know, I've said this to people before that we can sometimes be our own worst enemy and we can talk to ourselves like we would not talk to anybody else. And so when you hear yourself, you know, saying all of those things in your mind, you kind of have to just stop for a second and get present and say, would I talk to a, a close girlfriend this way? And if you think, well, heck no, well, then you need to stop doing it to yourself because for some reason, I, we think that we can, you know, get really down and hard on ourselves. And what we really need in those moments is humility and grace. And to say to ourselves, you're doing the best you can right now. And you're doing a great job, you know, and I, and I think it's that simple, but having fun, I would say is always a great place to start when you're having fun, you know, your uh, nervous system quiets on its own. So I hope that's helpful. It is. I absolutely love what you just said there, especially about the whole people pleasing and really taking time for that self-care and really understand what does self-care mean to you? Because I come from a long line of people pleasing. I was always that yes, girl. I was always that one that will always raise her hand and be like, Hey, I will help you at any point. But in all reality, I'm also saying no to my core values as a mom. And I know I have to take care of myself instead of taking care of others. I've learned there are easy ways to actually decline favors from people without saying the word no, and not meaning to sound harsh. And then I want to touch on the fact what you said about giving yourself grace, I always have this saying for my moms is always give yourself grace, love, and respect, you know, allow yourself to be okay with not getting everything done. Because like you said, you know, if you don't speak negative ways to your friends, why should you start doing that to yourself? And that's one of the hardest things that I am learning and I'm trying to overcome as well. And I really want to thank you for touching on those topics. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. And so my other question is, what is one major piece of advice do you want to leave with my fearless mamas today? Well, you know, I think what we just talked about really for me, it's always telling moms that, you know, you're awesome and motherhood, parenthood is probably the hardest job on the planet and, and every child is different. So, you know, I always argue that if you've got more than one, it, it doesn't get easier the more you have, because every child is completely different. Our daughter was so different than our son. And you know, it, it, it amazed me because, you know, I think we presumably raised them the same way and they were just such different 
you know, young people growing up and trying to find their way and their personality. But, you know, I think for moms, we, like we said, we've all, we've already talked about it. And for me, it's really just about allowing yourself to be in the moment and know that you're doing the best job you can right now. And there's no need to be comparing to anything else or anyone else. You know, I think that with social media and all of the things that we see, we get snapshots of other people's lives that we base this foundation of what we think is the thing that we want to strive to. You know, I think we've all heard that we don't know what's going on behind the other side of the camera or in someone's relationship. They show you the parts they want you to see. And I think it can be really destructive and unhealthy for mamas who are just doing the best they can to feel that somehow they're not showing up as enough or being enough or doing enough for their children. And, and I'll tell you from experience that, you know, I was raised as an only child by a single mother in the early seventies, which was, you know, a faux pas. Then it was frowned on to see a woman in the early seventies, unmarried with a child. And, you know, my mom had to work really hard for everything that we had. And, and I remember when I was about seven or eight years old, it was around Christmas time. And you know, we got a Christmas hamper and I just thought it was fantastic. Like all of these wonderful things in this, this Christmas hamper. And, and it wasn't until maybe the year later that I realized that everybody didn't get one. I just thought Santa brought everybody a hamper. And, and I realized of course, that the reason we got it was because, you know, we were quote unquote poor and uh, we qualified for it. And that's why we got it. But my mom never, never once in my life, did I ever grow up thinking I was poor. My mom saved for the best furniture she could afford and then treated it with the most respect she could and kept an impeccably clean home. Her, her pride of home was, you know, impeccable and, you know, taught me a lot of those core values about being kind to other people and doing good things in the world when you're not going to get anything in return for it. And her work ethic, you know, rubbed up on me as well. And, and I think my point here is just to say that I never felt poor. I never felt that I was coming from a place of lack or scarcity, even though we didn't have a lot because she took the time to do fun things with me. And I think that if you talk to your children as mamas, they're going to remember the dance party, not the fact that, you know, maybe three times this week, you, you made craft dinner because you were either too tired or groceries were really expensive. And this month you just had to cut a few dollars from the grocery bill to pay for, you know, to keep the lights on or because gas is so expensive to put in our car. They're not going to care about that or feel that, you know, you're not being a great mom. They're going to remember the dance party. They're going to remember the pillow fights and all of the fun things. So, you know, I, I don't think it's about uh, not being a parent that sets boundaries and just always being the fun parent. But I think that sometimes we get really wrapped up in feeling like if we're not providing things for our children, that somehow we're not showing up as being a good parent and having experienced um, the other side of that, I would say, enjoy your children, give yourself some grace and have fun. Yes, that is so powerful. Thank you, Michelle, for that. And I want to thank you for coming on and really talking with my moms about what it truly means to be a mom and how leadership really does pay off as a mom. And so can you share just a little bit of how people can get a hold of you? Sure. Thank you for that. It probably the easiest place to find me is on probably Instagram. 
if you go to Instagram, I'm under Curious Consulting. So I think I had mentioned this to you earlier, Mary. I thought it was a good idea when I was creating my own business to have something healthcare related. And the Latin form for health or the Latin word for health is, is curious. But I've realized now that that was probably a, not a smart thing to do because nobody knows how to spell it. So it's C-U-R-I-S underscore consulting. And that's on Instagram and I also, and I have a link tree in my bio. So if you click on the link tree, you can find me all the other places where I am, but that's probably the easiest thing to do. But I also do one-on-one coaching and I've got a couple of clients right now that are not at all leaders there. Some of them are just starting their careers and they are wanting to understand how they can lead other people. So yeah, I have a variety of different clients and, you know, if people want to get in touch with me, I always offer a, you know, no expectation call just for us to get on the call, have a a cup of tea or a cup of coffee together. And if you feel like I'm your person, then, then we can chat. And if not, then that's okay. I'll, I'll have enjoyed the time we've chatted together. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And mamas, I will leave all those things in the show notes. Um, Actually, I will leave her link tree so you guys have more access to all the things that are connected to that. Michelle, I want to thank you again for coming on to the show and spreading so much value and inspiration to my mamas. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I hope that your mamas found this helpful. Thank you again. You're welcome. And mamas, I want to thank you guys all again for coming on to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast to listen to another amazing guest episode. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Okay. This episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Want to hear more episodes like this? All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you would never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.